following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a Tuesday of Main Street Sports. Today on the program, we'll be joined by Teresa Walker with the Associated Press. Around 2.15, talk a little Nashville Predators, Tennessee Titans, and much more. NCAA Hoops, National Championship game last night, a comeback for the ages. Also, St. Peter's leading star enters the portal. Shining moment more. It is Masters Week. Tiger Woods looks like he's playing. Is he the goat of goats? We'll talk about it. Chip Walters, his weekly visit on all things Blue Raiders. And Top 5 Tuesday, hated teams in sports. It's all straight ahead. Main Street Sports today with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Welcome into this Tuesday edition as we are... Having a great day. It's rainy outside, but uh, who cares? It is what it is. I, I can tell you a few folks that are going to care here in a couple of hours. All these folks who we're just about to talk about in the rundown who are not going to get who, the play? Who won't, yeah, who won't be playing the games we're going to announce in the schedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, check your local listings. Uh, Mo, how's it going, man? It's going all right. Um, thought we had a great show yesterday yes, and gonna try to follow it up everyone should go back and watch it if you didn't get to see it yesterday because we had a great conversation with rick sweet that was phenomenal and uh really just a good show overall and a great conversation with virgil herring on the upcoming masters yeah i think he he let us know about several of the big time storylines especially mm-hmm. that roy McElroy storyline so looking forward to to the masters in fact that is today's Opening tee? Tee shot? I don't know. Call it the tee shot. O- opening drive? No, that's football, I well, guess. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. First tee. Tiger seems to be playing in the Masters this year. We talked about it yesterday. We weren't sure. He said as long as everything holds up as it is, he should be playing. And for all reports. Everything is holding up. He's playing pretty well. So... There's that. We'll talk about it more in the second half, as JP told you, but that is our top story for the day. But before we get to anything else, we need to give you yesterday's results and today's tentative schedule on The Rundown. This is The Rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. All right, so let's get into a busy, busy day yesterday on the rundown as we've got Zion Christian High School Baseball over Riverside Christian. It was uh, Watertown over Westmoreland. Also, Stewart's Creek over Antioch. Yes, th- those scores are real. And uh, 18 to nothing. This is baseball, folks. 18 to nothing uh, over Antioch. And then again, 32 50. 50 to nothing. Runs. 50 runs. 50. 
in a doubleheader. 50 burger. Um, Stewart's Creek up on Antioch. Siegel 6-1 over Blackman. Joe Burns over East Robertson. Um, and East Robertson over Joe Burns. Hey, they split. Lawrence County shutting out Page in game one, 2 nothing. Uh, Page returns the favor with an 8 nothing shutout in the second match. Marshall County shutting out Spring Hill, Riverdale over Rockvale, Beach over Station Camp, Fairview over Cheatham County, 13 to nothing. Collinwood over Kolioka by a run. Murfreesboro Central downs Hume Fog. Lebanon over Wilson Central, Lewis County defeated Summertown. It was Loretto, 5-2 over Mount Pleasant. Also, Loretto shutting out Mount Pleasant in the second game, 10 nothing. Montgomery Central over White House, Richland over Santa Fe, Wayne County. Defeated Hampshire 10-1. White House Heritage over Springfield. Centennial over Franklin. Ravenwood defeated Independence. Nolensville falls to Zionsville from Indiana. Summit over Columbia Central. Clarksville downs West Creek uh, 10-3 and 25-1. Rossview over Northeast 12-0. Columbia Academy over MTCS. It was good pasture up uh, uh, over Davidson Academy 19-0. And that is Coach Jim Carter's 600th career win. So a milestone there in game one. Game two, six nothing as well. So six oh one now and counting. Friendship Christian twenty one nothing over Ezel Harding. Do we have spring football going on in high school? Uh, <laughs> DCA, yeah, DCA eight to one over Mount Juliet. High school softball from Monday. Loretta falls to Marshall Bible from Alabama. Columbia Central over Shelbyville. Friendship Christian defeated Westmoreland. Lawrence County big over Spring Hill thirteen nothing. Station Camp fourteen four over Trousdale County. It was Gallatin uh, 14-4 over East Robertson. Greenhill 9-6 over Brentwood. Smyrna down Mount Juliet. Richland over Kolioka. Summertown 9-1 over Wayne County. Columbia Academy 13-1 over Grace Christian. Boys soccer on the pitch from Monday. Richland 2-1 winners over Fayetteville. And Loretto 6-1 over Zion Christian. On tap for today, weather permitting, check your local listings as always, subject to change. High school baseball scheduled for 4 o'clock today. Smyrna at Cane Ridge, Hin- uh, Hillwood at Glencliff at 4.30. Brentwood Academy will welcome Father Ryan Lipscomb Academy at MBA. Mount Juliet Christian at DCA. At 5 today, Cheatham County at Fairview, Clarksville Academy at Nashville Christian. At 5.30, Wayne County at Hampshire, Santa Fe will welcome Richland. 6 o'clock, first pitch tonight. Riverdale at Rockvale. Blackman at Siegel. East Nashville at Trousdale County. Kolioka at Collinwood. Summertown hosts Lewis County and Laverne at Brentwood. 6.30 tonight, uh, Marshall County at Spring Hill, Murfreesboro Central versus Hume Fogg. It is Lebanon at Wilson Central, Summit at Columbia Central, Ravenwood hosting Independence, Rossview at Northeast, Innsworth at CPA, MTCS hosting Columbia Academy, and at 7 tonight, Portland at Greenbrier, Gallatin at Hendersonville, White House hosting Montgomery Central, and White House Heritage is at Springfield. In softball this afternoon, again, subject to change. Part of the weather in your neck of the woods. Brentwood Academy at CPA. St. Cecilia at Harpeth Hall. Pope Prep versus Innsworth. Ezel Harding at Clarksville Academy. Friendship Christian is at Good Pasture. Good Pasture. At 5 today, it is Zion Christian at South Haven. Watertown hosting Westmoreland. Collidwood at Kolioka. Summertown is at Giles County this evening. Montgomery Central at Greenbrier. Mount Pleasant travels to Lewis County. Sycamore will host White House Heritage. Nolensville at Ravenwood. BGA welcomes Columbia Academy. And MTCS travels to Grace Christian. 5.30 first pitch in softball. Joe Burns at East Robertson. Frank Hughes over Santa Fe. Clarksville at West Creek. At 6, it is Cane Ridge at Smyrna, Laverne at Stewart's Creek, Station Camp at Gallatin, Loretta hosting Lawrence County, Nashville Christian at DCA. 6.30 tonight, Blackman at Riverdale, Siegel at Rockvale, 
and Wayne County is scheduled for Richland. No time listed for that softball match today. High school soccer on the pitch. Spring Hill at Fairview, 5 o'clock. First touch, Lawrence County and Murfreesboro Central also at 5 bells. At 5.30, FRA at MLK. At 6, it is Lebanon at Laverne. Stewart's Creek at Riverdale. Gallatin hosts Hume Fogg. Loretto at Richland. Nashville Christian at Sycamore. NBA is at CPA. At 7 o'clock tonight, Stratford at Merrill Hyde. Rockville will host Oakland. Blackman at Siegel. Mount Juliet travels to Wilson Central. Hendersonville hosts Independence. Page is at Columbia. Springfield will be at West Creek. NCAA Division I uh, Baseball. Austin P at Vanderbilt tonight, 6 o'clock on the SEC Plus Network at Hawkinsville. Belmont is at Western Kentucky. That's at 5 o'clock on ESPN Plus. And Lipscomb travels east to Knoxville to take on the number one team of the country, Tennessee, at 5.30, also on SEC Plus Network. College softball doubleheader today, Tennessee down at Oxford. Excuse me, Tennessee State is down in Oxford to take on Ole Miss. Uh, first uh, pitch of game one scheduled for three. NHL tonight, the Wild at the Preds in Hockey Tonk, Smashville, however you want to call it, seven o'clock. Uh, first touch, to, a puck drop tonight, rather. Grizzlies at the Jazz tonight, um, out west in Salt Lake at eight o'clock central. That is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis. Grow, live, give.com. All right, we we had to turn you off earlier. Well, well, yeah. the phone call, not any breaking news or anything. Yes and no. Okay, so yes, it is, but no, we can't tell anybody. Exactly. All right, just making sure. <laughs> There's a lot of that going around this week, isn't there? This is a heck of a week of breaking news that we can't. Sell. I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> right? No question, man. My goodness. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. We'll talk to Teresa Walker on the other side of the break about tonight's Preds game. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about the Titans as well. So stick around here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, a look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 
888-888-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mopat, and J.P. Plant with you here. And look at us, man. We got new microphones. You guys can't see them. We got new microphones in the house. <laughs> thanks to, uh, to J.P. So, sounding great today. Not that we didn't sound great before, but sounding even better. Technologically speaking, we sound even better. Yeah, there's that. Oh, what? A, yeah, it's, a rel- it's relative. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're accurate. You guys do sound really good. You always sound good. JP over here putting lipstick on a pig. That's basically. that's all he's doing. That's okay. I'm a, a professional makeup artist. There we go. <laughs> all right. Professional we media makeup artist. Yes. We need all the makeup you can give us. <laughs> Powder my forehead. Uh, I'll tell you who does not need any makeup to sound good, and that is mm. Associated Press. Sports editor for the state of Tennessee, Teresa Walker. Teresa, how art thou? Uh, oh, who this is this? Is former intern too? Whoa! Oh no, the man, the myth, the legend. Lawson. Oh, he lives. Speaking of, he lives. Decided to crash the show for once. Wow. Well, how I y'all mean, guys? How y'all doing? How are we doing? How are you doing, Mister? Finish my internship. Get my paperwork and never be heard or seen again. Yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. yeah. I've been very busy here at Trevecca. <clears throat> it's been very busy balancing all the sports we got going on, mm. but it's finally starting to calm down with just baseball and softball going on. Hey, um, I tell you what, Austin Selby would not be happy to hear you say things are starting to calm down with just baseball and softball going on. <laughs> In fact, I think I'll tell him you the said workload. that. Uh, his no, workload. hey, That's our, our baseball team is amazing. Uh, 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 so yeah, we're we're familiar with is always fun. We're familiar with your baseball team. It sounds like you need to get familiar with your track and field team, though. Oh, track and field is not one of the things that I have to deal with. I was about to say, oh, it may not okay. be one of his sports. Okay. okay, all right, cool. I'll give you yeah. that. All right, all right. Um, how are you feeling about the Preds, man? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> we were doing great, and now we're starting to slide. And it's just, They need to figure it out before the end of the season and playoffs start, if they can actually make the playoffs. There's that. So. They're pretty good. Aren't they pretty good for the playoffs, though, Lawson? Seriously? I mean, we may not like the way they're playing right now, and uh, losses to teams like Buffalo certainly don't help you feel any better, but... I don't know that they're... Yeah. I mean, they're they're. I don't know that they're eight. a lot. Are they at eight? Yeah. 
I mean, in, tied in a, for tied for the last the spot last, with okay, Vegas. Okay, so maybe they're not so good for the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Is what it is. All right. Yeah. All right. Lawson, well, good to hear from you, man. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. Too late. I'm, I'm trying not to be. It's just been really uh, busy. Wah, but wah. I will try and contact he, y'all a bit more. You can always call. You can yeah, always just call but, JP, uh, and we'll we'll throw you on the air. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you 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 need no sounds invitation. Good. All right. That's a, hey. That sounds good. But I'll I'll let you have your uh, regularly scheduled guest here. <laughs> Thank that you. that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Lawson Smith. Inter- intern two, former intern two, Lawson Smith there on the phone line. But we do now get Teresa Walker, as, which as is, we were saying before, we were so rudely interrupted. <laughs> I don't know if we were rudely exactly right. Yeah, how, how did you allow that to happen, Mom? <laughs> well, he just missed you guys and wanted to, you know, uh, you know, crash the party, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been trying to quiet that child down since he was born, and I, I really re- regularly fail at it. <laughs> it's like somebody told me once you spend the first two years trying to get them to walk and talk and the rest of their childhood and adulthood trying to get them to sit, sit down and, and shut, shut up. up yeah so um it is what it is Teresa walker as chris mentioned um associated press sports editor for the state of tennessee with us here on main street sports today following that brief interlude <laughs> and as lawson alluded and kind of corrected me Teresa. Big hockey game tonight at Bridgestone as the Minnesota Wild comes into town and the Preds needing to do some work to try to secure a postseason berth. Uh, absolutely. I mean, think about this. We, it, I, I've, we've gone from thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Maybe they get to the number third spot in the uh, West, in the Central Division in the West. And right now they are tied with the Vegas uh, Golden Knights with 82 points. Yes, the, uh, the Predators are sitting in that first wildcard spot because they do have three games in hand on the Golden Knights, but you've got, you got know, they're tied in the same amount of games with Dallas, who's got 81 points on the outside looking in. And then, you know, let's face it, the top three in the uh, Central, Colorado, Minnesota. Uh, you know, Minnesota, I think, has won four straight. You know, since they've gotten Mark Andre Fleury, and you know he's been really nice for them in net. And St. Louis, they they've widened the gap. You know, the Predators are six points back of St. Louis. Uh, you know, and and yes, now the Predators have a game in hand. But you know, right now, uh, I, I saw some quotes from yesterday that the playoff starts now for them. It it does because they have to kick it into gear if they want to make sure and get into the postseason. So. I'm very curious to see what how things go for this franchise because, you know, it, we've had so much talk about, you know, uh, Tanner Janot for the Calder, Roman Yossi for Norris and possibly the Hart. Uh, UC Soros has had a great season. Uh, the, the, the goal records that, you know, Forsberg and DeShane seem to be passing back and forth almost nightly, sometimes by the period. And yet here we are with them hanging on by the skin of their teeth. So it's going to be very interesting to see you know, what kind of, you know, getting into the playoffs matters. But guess what? You don't want to be in the second wild card. Why? Hmm. Who wants to play Colorado in the first round? I'm just saying. So, you know, the better position you can put yourself going into the postseason is just, it's the way they need to try to go. Guys, they need to stop giving up so many goals in the first period. 
and they've got to stay out of the box and, and clean up some of those issues because, you know, I've been talking for a long time about how those are the things that could cost them in the playoffs. Well, if they don't get thing, you know, snap out of it, then they're going to be, you know, these are going to be the things that keep them out of the playoffs. So, you know, the pressure is on. And Teresa, as you talk about those individual awards, the Calder and that type thing, those awards typically don't go to players on non-playoff teams. No. Um, and, and that's the thing. So, you know, as great as this season has been, if you want, you know, if the, if the Predators want to, you know, get the do that they deserve for the seasons that some of these folks have had, I mean, you know, let's face it, you know, Roman Yossi, uh, if he gets things snapped back together, he could easily be putting together the best scoring season by a defenseman uh, since 91-92 and Brian Leach, a guy who's in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, if he can get to 100 points this season, and there's still plenty of games for that to happen, uh, nearly a month's worth, but they've got to, you know, you're not going to get attention for these unless you are, uh, you know, on a winning team. You know, sorry, half the league makes the makes the playoffs. If you can't make the playoffs, uh, there's plenty of teams ahead of you. And, you know, for, for the folks who want to give an edge to Kale McCarr and some of these other guys, that, that would easily be the thing. It's like, well, he didn't get his team in the playoffs, so how good could he be? So that's exactly the kind of thing that'll go against him and Tanner Janot, you name it, if they don't snap out of it. Teresa, as you talk about Yossi and Duchesne and Forsberg and Johansson and Janot and all of these, all of these great statistics and all of these, you know, great players, what is the problem? Why can they not win hockey games, especially against teams like Buffalo? Well, I've heard the theory that, you know, they've been hitting teams at the wrong time. You know, Buffalo, you know, it was a big night. It was their first sellout in a couple of years. They were honoring announcer Rick Jenneret, who'd been, you know, their announcer, their voice for five decades. And, you know, so people, you know, they, they didn't want to let Rick down. I mean, it'd be like if, you know, whenever that time, shoot, in a next weekend, they're going to be honoring Terry Crisp here. And, you know, but for his tenure, because this is his last season, you know, working as one of the voices of the Predators. And, you know, you think that, you know, Smashville's going to be up for that night, that the players will be up? Absolutely. They want to go out and win for Christy, or they will. Uh, that was the same way for Buffalo. And, you know, it, it's just one of those things. And, you know, sometimes that's, you know, this team still has enough experience. You'd like to think, guys, hey, we're going to have to come out here. We're going to have to defend. We're going to have to play well in front of Sarah because these guys are going to be juiced. Didn't turn out that way, though, did it? So, you know, that's the challenge of finding that combination and coming out ready to play and ready to take care of some business. There you go. That's that answers my question. I was just, it, it's it's just frustrating because you know Matt Duchesne's having by far the best season he's had since he's been in Nashville. That's there's no question about that, and maybe his best season in the last five or six. And then Forsberg obviously is Philip Forsberg. So it, it's just frustrating to to see good players, our stars, being stars and nobody else kind of filling those gaps. Or your stars being stars and really having nothing to show for it. Right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's unfortunate. Anyway. Exactly. I mean, it, all these stats mean nothing if they don't get into the postseason. It's that simple. Yeah, no question. Um, Before. Uh, Anyone remember 2009? Yep. Sorry, 
Chris Johnson ran for over 2,000 yards, was, you know, worked his way into NFL history. But that was an 8-8 eight and eight season. So, you know, it's like, ooh, that's great. You know, CJ2K didn't make the playoffs. That's what the the Predators are facing here if they don't get things uh, in the gear. Remember, hockey and football are team sports, and they don't give out championship trophies for individual awards, unfortunately. Typically, no. So, no. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, back from vacation, Teresa Walker. Um, hey, I had to squeeze it in. Well, it, it certainly looked as if you did. You, um, you look like did. You, it looked like you had a great time, and I'm I'm happy for you. Um, but we would be remiss if we did not um, get you to kind of catch us up on your thoughts regarding the Titans' potential new facility. I guess new new home yeah, of the Titans. Trust me, I. I t- I took a call from uh, from uh, somebody with some information last Monday while I was walking on the old Seven Mile Bridge down in uh, the Keys next to Marathon on this whole situation. And it's, it's interesting how it's come together quickly, right? You know, for people who haven't been paying attention, you know, back in 2019 around the NFL draft when it was in Nashville, started hearing talk about how, you know, we, we heard Miss Amy Adams-Trunk say she didn't want a, uh, a roof. Uh, so the talk was a, a, a hard rock cafe style, you know, where they put a roof over the, the seats and, you know, kind of do it, you know, upgrade it, modernize it. And then, you know, they got the information. It's like, oh, yeah, this was done so much on the cheap with prefab concrete that it's going to cost double to do what we want to do here. And then that's when the conversation quickly switched to, you know, looking at, you know, kicking the tires and trying to figure out what a new stadium would cost, what it could look like. And to get all the numbers that we got last week, you know, the, the governor putting in a $500 million uh, line item into his proposed budget, which, of course, had would have to be approved, uh, but it would go for an enclosed stadium. And then uh, the Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, let, let it out on a radio show on Friday that uh, the, the Adams family was liquidating some things so that they could be prepared to put $700 million into this project themselves. You know, there, and, and I know there's a lot of people that don't like taxes and don't like the idea of, you know, taxpayer money being used for anything uh, private. But, you know, the fact of the matter is 700 plus 500, that gets you to the 1.2. We're still waiting to see what it is that comes from, you know, Metro. But, uh, and the you know, NFL this, potentially. this is looking like exactly. So, you know, this, this is coming together. What I, what I've, uh, what I understand is that the Titans would like to have, uh, drawings and plans by this fall. Uh, you know, the target has been to try to get a new stadium if they, that's the way they're going. And it's sure, I mean, they're on, it seems like the car is on that highway, right? Uh, to have that stadium open by the, the 26 NFL season. So, you know, the, there's a lot of planning and stuff that can go forward on the stadium and it work on the financial side, lining all those things up that can go on together at the same time. But, uh, you know, it, retractable roof, you know, I have to admit, I, I, I would lean toward the retractable uh, mm-hmm. because again, you could, you know, there's, there are some days in this, in this town where it's just absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we've had gorgeous days in February. So if you can open that up and use it, uh, you know, but, but let's stay tuned. And, and for people that are wondering why don't the, why doesn't Amy Adams put in more money? 
Well, they paid, the family paid for the, in, uh, the enlargement of the practice facility where they nearly doubled the size of that building. Uh, so she paid for that. It wasn't a matter of, you know, asking Metro Nashville or the state for extra money. They went into their own pocket and paid that. I have not seen a number for what that cost, but it's not inconsequential. So, you know, that's the building that takes care of the team, you know, during the week, during the, the, the season, through the, throughout the entire year. And so, you know, there's been a lot of funds poured into this franchise by Amy Adams Strong, not just in facility, but also hiring people. You know, you shoot a passing game coordinator in Tim Kelly, a senior a defensive assistant in Jim Schwartz. And then there's so many people behind the scenes, you know, social media, you know, the website, you know, all sorts of things that they've added to that organization. So she, she's put in some money. Uh, she's not like her dad. You know, Bud Adams, I heard stories about the facility in Houston that, you know, there was no money spent on it. So there's a huge difference between the father in this case and, and his daughter. A lot of folks also forget that Nissan Stadium is not exclusively used for the Tennessee Titans. So the Metro Nashville and the state does benefit from a stadium being used and would certainly benefit from an enclosed stadium for got a question sure and i've not probably read everything that's been available to me to read on this subject but Teresa, has there been any mention of how an enclosed stadium affects tennessee state university football no, and that not that I have seen, Mo, but uh, the one thing in, you know, in my encounters with, uh, you know, Mickey Allen and Eddie George over at, at TSU is, you know, there, I think there's that. an awful lot of interest in getting a campus site. Yeah, getting back on campus. Uh, they tweeted out yesterday a survey. It's like, you know, should we maybe go to artificial turf inside Hale Stadium? So, uh, you know, that's going to be that, that I'm very curious to see what they're thinking there. I, you know, every instinct and every in, inclination and, and, and information I've been getting, I think TSU wants to be back on state on campus to, you know, build a true home field advantage because, you know, it, it's nice to play in an NFL stadium. It's better when you've got, you know, when it feels like a big crowd. And that's the problem with Nissan. Even if they downsize and it sounds like this new place would maybe be closer to 60,000. Uh, and for reference, the uh, Astrodome that they played in before they came to Nashville was around 58,000. So they, you know, they, they made a bigger stadium when they came to Nashville. And then the fun thing was that people used to kneeling were like, well, why is the end zones open? Why didn't you just turn, you know, close this puppy in? Well, the NFL prices, you know, those tickets are a little more expensive. And, and with the push toward more luxury items inside the stadium, you know, it sounds like they're going to be doing what the shoot, what they're doing over in kneeling, taking out seats and, and putting in some that are, you know, nice and comfy and, you know, to, to help bring fans to the stadium itself. So it's going to be – I'm really curious to see how uh, how this moves forward. But you mentioned the other uses. I mean, fanfare. I mean, no, excuse me, they call it CMA. Fanfest these days. You know, Garth's going to be there next weekend. I mean, the concerts that they've been getting inside that building over the last, you know, few years, you know, they've been increasing that. Uh, you know, wish I'd seen the stones, but you know, pandemic, uh, yeah, yeah, that still hurts. But you know, that's the thing that it, you, you get a dome stadium, domed, retractable roof, whatever, 
then Nashville is suddenly in the conversation for college football, not just the semifinals, but maybe a championship game. And I'm talking football and basketball, Final Four. So, you know, it just opens up Nashville to so many more events. And when those happen, we saw at the NFL draft, there's tens of thousands of people downtown spending lots and lots of money. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press here on Main Street Sports Today. Teresa, thanks for taking some time with us. As always, we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk NCAA hoops and more right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Join Main Street Preps editor Russell Venozzi and lead writer Tyler Palmatier as they bring you a recap and preview of the week's biggest high school sports news from around Middle Tennessee. It airs at its new time, Wednesdays at noon, and archived on social media on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Follow on Twitter at Main Street Preps and online at MainStreetPreps.com. It's Main Street Preps this week, dropping Wednesdays at noon on all across these Main Street media platforms. Welcome back again to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton here. We are getting into a little 
college hoops as the basketball season ended last night with uh, Kansas, the Kansas not city Jayhawks, <laughs> not Kansas City Jayhawks, the, or uh, not the Kansas Hawkeyes, as apparently a press release that's out there somewhere that, among others, Heather Williams received earlier today. Lord have mercy. Yeah, that's a thing. That's pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, how bad is it when it's a blue blood? Like I could get, I, I could maybe get behind it if like some school that rarely wins, get, you know, wins a title. But it's Kansas we're talking about here. Well, it's not like Kansas has won a bunch now. I mean, they've been there. It's but still this, Kansas. It though. is Kansas. It is Kansas. But um, and and but it it also is Mark Emmert. I mean, there's that. I mean, he's he's <laughs> certainly he's certainly the hold my beer when when guys start talking about the the baseball commissioner whose name suddenly escaped me, Rob Manfred. Yes. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he made a little slip up last night. It is what it is. Uh, Kansas. After I, I don't think Kansas cares. They they just wanted that trophy. I mean, Bill Self is just like. Give me my money. Whatever it was, it wasn't North Carolina. Yeah, no. And As it looked at halftime like it was going to be. No question. Uh, great comeback from the Jayhawks last night. And got to be impressed with what they were able to do. Uh, you know, even still, Hubert Davis may get the, the, the fastest extension in the history of extensions. I, I think you have to be impressed regardless of the way things played out down the stretch with the job Hubert Davis did as a first-year college basketball head coach. And I don't know how many guys or, or ladies, excuse me, I, I don't know how many coaches have won a national championship in their first season as a head coach. And so – Can't be many. Even, I don't know how many of them have played for one. Yeah. So – so just to be in that position, I mean, I think um, impressive Hubert Davis and that North Carolina program deserve much credit. Now, they didn't execute very well down the stretch last night. Did not, but you know, Kansas probably had a little bit more had a little bit to do with that as well. Well, I and think injuries. I mean, I don't know who the guard yeah. was who had the awful looking ankle injury, and then Bacote got hurt inside the final. 10 seconds or so there and or re-injured that ankle that he hurt in the Duke game. You know, they, they had some guys on the floor who were significantly less than 100% trying to win a national championship. Uh, yes. Um, of course, you know, the Bacote injury, everybody's watching it, you know, mm. the floor kind of giving out on him. But, you know, these floors are meant to – compress a little now i don't know that's supposed to do that much but that's also a big dude and he put all of his weight on that plant and i, I i'm not i'm just saying i don't necessarily think it was um poor craftsmanship on the part of you know whoever put the floor together i think, I think it was it's just, just one a of those bad yeah, it's things like, that happen. Just bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. So that's tough. Um, but that's, that's the way it goes. And sometimes 
you you just have to take the lumps as they come. Unfortunately, it's basketball, it's sports in general. So anyway, um, a couple of things. One, Doug Edert of St. Peter's has announced he's headed to the transfer portal. And after his tournament, I don't think he'll have any shortage of options <laughs> on the table. So congrats to Dougie Buckets, as I like to call him. And uh, just think about this. Is one shining moment the best tradition that's outside of a game? I mean, that's a pretty uh, – there are a lot out there. But one shining moment is a pretty good tradition – outside of the actual event of the game. So it's about time to take a break on halftime. We have we we, t- we talked to Ethan Small yesterday, the Spring Hill resident and Nashville Sounds opening day starter, hopefully. Uh, hopefully they get to play tonight. I think they will uh, as long as the outfield holds up. The infield should be fine with the tarp. Um, but we got a chance to talk to him and so We will let you hear from him during halftime. So stick around here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be back in the second half right after this. 